Somebody to your left and to your right, maybe with, a sh with an elbow or just give a wave or do a Chinese, you know, yeah, wave a, yeah, an elbow or something. Amen. Wow, it's amazing. Man, how uh, because of COVID we can't hug, we can't shake hands, we can't, but we are blessed by the Lord. Amen. I tell you, we are, we are greatly favored, and I'm so glad to see every one of you in church today. Uh, it's, it's exciting to see you. Uh, it's never the same when we, you are on Facebook. Facebook, you only see us, we don't see you. And Zoom too, we only see some of you half faces and quarter faces and things. But we are so glad to see every one of you. Amen. Can you take a Bible and say, this is my Bible. It contains the word of God. I'm what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich unfailing. And grafted word of God, which is able to save my soul and give my inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same again. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, anoint my lips. Let me declare your word as of an oracle. Let your people be blessed. Let your people be anointed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. And somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Okay, kindly take your seat in God's presence. Past couple of weeks, I've been teaching on the different types of sheep. The Bible says in Psalm 100, verse number 3, that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Amen. And every sheep, we are the sheep of his pasture. Now, sheep always stay in flocks. And uh, they stay in what we call sheepfold. Someone say sheepfold. So, all the sheep, the sheep are put in folds. And they always have a shepherd. They have a shepherd. Now, when anybody gives his life to Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, he becomes part of the sheep of God. And Jesus becomes the chief shepherd. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So Jesus is the good shepherd. That's what Jesus is the good shepherd. And then we are the sheep. Amen. Now, every sheep thrives well when they follow the voice of the shepherd. So in John chapter 10, verse number uh, 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. So sheep must hear the voice of the shepherd. Amen. And not only hear them, uh, or the voice, but must follow the voice of the shepherd. So every shepherd directs the sheep by his voice and by his rod. Yeah, by his voice. That's why I say, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. Now, when you become the sheep of God, remember that there is somebody called the devil who doesn't like God. And so, the devil will always want to act in opposition to God. So, Satan always has agents that attack the sheep in the sheepfold. Now, when 
you, a child is born, the child is expected to grow to become like their parents. Is that right? Now, they don't become like their parents automatically until they stay with their parents. <laughs> Sometimes you see some children, their parents say, you don't look like me. Or people say, you don't look like your parents. Because they have a different character. And the character formation is a result of who you relate with. So, your relationships determine your character. And so, if you work with the right people, you have the right character. Now, when you give your life to Jesus, you're expected to become, to grow into Christ, into the nature of Christ. That's why Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 says that, by speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things. So you have to grow up into Christ in all things. In the way you talk, in the way you do many things. Amen. That's what they grow up into him. So we are expected to grow up into him. Grow up in Christ in all things. Grow up into him in all things. Grow up into Christ in all things. Uh, you are either growing up into Christ or growing up into the devil. Every day you, eat, you grow in the Lord or you grow in the devil. You grow in worldliness or you grow in godliness. <laughs> and it all depends on who you are submitting to. But when you submit to the spirit of God, you grow in godliness. And God expects us to become Christ-like in nature. Someone say Christ-like. Christ-like means that we will, our character will be like Christ. That our nature will be like Christ. So God is expecting us to be like Christ. That's what it be like Christ. Yeah. And you become like Christ when you internalize the word of God and you allow the Holy Spirit to have total dominance over your life. Now, if you don't grow into a Christ-like nature, then even though you are born again, you will live like a total unbeliever. You see, so accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior and having the tag of being a Christian doesn't mean you behave like a Christian until you allow the word of God to have an influence on you. If you don't become a Christ-like sheep by being Christ-like in nature, then you develop into an other types of sheep influenced by different spirits. You develop into a solitary sheep. Solitary means you are, you are isolated from the others. But remember that sheep always flock together. So you are not supposed to live a life of isolation else you become a prey for the predators. Then you are not. The next one is the hermit sheep. The hermit sheep is like the hermit crab. When he comes, he doesn't attend services often. And when he comes, he hides himself, operates, he doesn't want to mingle up. Then we have what we call the wandering sheep. 
the wandering sheep keeps moving up and down. All over. So today, I've heard of this man of God here, that this church behind my window, I've heard this is happening. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, 16, the man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. So you don't have to be wandering. You see, sheep always follow a shepherd who feeds them systematically and consistently. So you must be in a, a particular sheepfold where you have been taught the word of God to grow up. Amen. Amen. And then the other type of sheep that you can become is to become a Judas type of sheep. Now, Judases have got power. I mean, they work in authority. They've been given positions. But they don't even value what they have been given. Judas was so close to Jesus, and yet he sold Jesus. Judas spirit, the Judas sheep are the sheep that like money and like things. They like position and they like also, they like things. And they don't value their leader. But you see, you have to learn to value who your mother is, your father is, your pastor is. You have to learn to value. And Judas sheep are betrayers. They will betray you. And oftentimes people betray because either they are offended by something. And the dangerous thing, you see the reason why you have to learn to become a Christ-like sheep is that when you become a Judas sheep and you are betraying Judas, Judas didn't actually know the implications of what he's doing. That in selling his master, his master was going to be crucified. He didn't know. That's the reason why when he later saw the effect of what he had done, he had to go and hang himself. So all Judases hang themselves. They, they die before their time. Yes, watch it. And why is it that I'm sharing this with you, that you have to become Christ-like? Because if you don't become Christ-like, another spirit will enter into you and will use you. And no matter who you are, your rankings in church, in society, you can be used by the devil. In Luke chapter 22 verse 3, the Bible says that, and Satan entered into Judah's surname Iscariot. Satan entered into him. Yeah. Satan entered into Judas. So if Satan entered into the minister of finance, Jesus' minister of finance, and it was after that that he sought occasion to, be, to, to sell the Lord out. Is that right? Satan. And in Acts 5.3, Peter told Ananias, why is it that you... Say you have allowed Satan to fill your heart. Eh? Fill your heart to lie. So it means that Satan can fill the heart of people to do things. <laughs> and Jesus told Peter, the chief apostle, get thee behind me, Satan. At that time, Peter was trying to stop Jesus from going to the cross. And why was he so? Because Peter was looking at more of material things at that time. You know, Jesus said, I'm going to die. He said, why do you want to die? Maybe I'm getting some delusion. There's a problem. 
But the purpose of Christ was to come and die. So he said that, get thee behind Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. For thou savest not the things of God. You are not mindful of the things of God. So you've got to be mindful Amen. of the things of God. Amen. So the point I'm making is that Satan can enter into everybody. And we have the goat sheep. The goat sheep are the, the sheep that are rebellious. Goat sheep, they will come around. But they are stubborn. They like to do their own things. And when you are a goat sheep, you risk your life. You risk losing your salvation. Because the Bible says that, and the Lord separated the sheep, sheep from the goats. Goats to the left. And so all those goats, those who are to the left, he said he cast them into the lake of fire. Then the final one is the wolves. Wolf sheep. Wolf, wolves are the most dangerous type of sheep. The wolf sheep. Remember Jesus said that beware in Matthew 7, 15. Beware of false prophets shall come in sheep's clothing. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. So you realize that these wolves put on the clothing of sheep, the fur of sheep. They act like they are sheep, but they are not sheep. But they are there to eat. The sheep are herbivorous. They never eat meat. But wolves are carnivorous. They've got sharp incisors. Yeah? They've got canines. That's why we call them canines. When they put their canines in your flesh, that day you are immobilized. And then they've got premolars and molar crash. Yeah. Very, very wild. They are very wild animals. And so Paul said in Acts 20, 29 and 30, he says, that, I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you. Why did he say after my departure, savage wolves will come? Paul was the, 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 their pastor. Is that right? Now, wolves don't show up when the shepherd is there. So, the presence of the shepherd wards off the sheep, uh, wards off the wolves. Hello? Yeah. So, the safety of the sheep is to be close to the shepherd. There's so long as the sheep are close to the shepherd, they are secured from the wolf activity. And so what the wolf always does is that it waits when the shepherd is not there, it attacks. Or they will multiply in number and then try to attack the shepherd and attack the sheep as well. And they oftentimes attack the sheep on the blind side of the shepherd. And that's why it's very, very important for you to be close to your shepherd. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Am I teaching something here? Amen. The wolves have got certain kinds of characteristics. The first characteristic of the wolves is that 
or activities of the wolves is that they scatter the flock. Every time wolves enter a sheepfold, they scatter the flock. And number two, they catch the sheep and eat them up. So, when anybody with a wolf spirit enters a church, they scatter the, the church, the, the flock, the people in the church by the things they say. Yeah, by the things they say and by the things they do to them. Sometimes some of them will take money from them without paying. They will tell you, please, borrow me 50 CDs. Borrow me. I need, I'm doing some business. Can you please give me 2,000? Please, when somebody asks you for 2,000, don't give him 2,000. Give him 50 CDs. 50. You see, give him money that when he doesn't pay, it won't pain you. And it won't be a problem. Are you getting me? Yeah, give him. Because you see, as you are giving 50,000, after that, if he can't get the money, he won't be coming to church. It will also spoil the relationship. You know, it will also spoil the relationship. And sometimes you see people leave church. It's not because church leadership has done them anything, anybody. It's just because of their own internal relationship. They are doing business, they don't write. If you are doing business with somebody, write. Let there be a, an agreement, let there be a contract. So, so, and so, I'm employing you. This is your job description. Oh, we are into this business. This is your percentage. This is my percentage. You don't say we are all Christian brothers. We speak in tongues. Listen to me. People will be speaking in tongues by here. They are holding knives. And when it comes to money matters, you will see people change. Amen. People change. And so, the flock, the wolves come to scatter. So, when spiritual wolves enter the church, the activities lead to a stare. You know, they cause agitation. So anytime somebody comes around you and his activities are causing a stare, you see that every time they are complaining, they are memories. And Bible says that do all things without what? Memories and complaining. Then the person has a contrary spirit. He has a wolf spirit. He's there to scatter the church. He's there to scatter the group. Yes, he's there. He's a scatterer. Then I told you that they also they have what we call a Dathan, Koran, and Abiram spirits. Speaking, speaking to the people to try to win their hearts. They also, number two, they cut their sheep and eat them up. So the main aim of the wolf is to prey on the sheep to satisfy its cravings. So when wolves enter a church, they prey on the flock by spreading immorality, they deceive unsuspecting people to take their money. Sometimes they introduce people to occultism and they lead many people to rebel against the pastor. Number three, they bring confusion and spread fear in the church or in a sheepfold. You see, every time that wolves enter a sheepfold, they, they, they bring confusion over there. And the wolves always look like the sheep. Can you show me a picture of the wolf eh, in a sheep's clothing? And then after that, you show me the one where the wolves enter and they are scattering the sheep. Yeah? You see, this is, this is a wolf in the midst of the sheep. But you think, the way you look at it initially, you think it is a, 
it's a sheep but among them and then it begins to eat it begins to eat them up in the night season then they cause agitations look at it the next one please they cause agitations now look at another kind of wild eye evil eyes look at the eyes of the looking staring to each up the sheep yeah then show me the picture of the ones that entered the wolf enters the sheepfold yeah see have you seen this sheep now look at it move to the other one same way look at the orientation give me the other one have you seen the wolf is a say is a wolf as it opens but you can see the teeth showing there that a difference is very clear very dangerous now let's see the sheep the wolf the fact that when wolves enter the sheepfold they scatter the sheep they scatter the sheep watch it At night time, the shepherd is not there and is looking for a way to enter the sheepfold. It's a very dangerous thing. Wolves should not be entertained. So, you see, if you are a Christian and you don't grow up in the things of God, you become a wolf, you transmutate. Eh? You transmutate into a wolf. Yeah. If you don't grow, you see, if you don't grow in Christ, you grow in the devil. And the devil will use you. But may the devil never use anybody here. May God use you. Amen. So here you see, as a as it, it has entered there. And as it's entered, as you see, the other sheep are scattering. They, the other sheep scattered. You see, other sheep have run away. Agitation. They cause a stir and an agitation. Yeah, and then it goes for the, it goes for them one after the other. Have you seen from the tail? Now it's holding the neck, and it's trying to strangle the suffocate, suffocate. And when something somebody is being suffocated, what happens? They are cutting blood flow from where the heart to the brain. So any time Satan wants to get you, he will try to attack your heart. He will poison your heart. Yeah. Now you see, the two of them have come. Two, they have joined, and now, now they are killing. So, look at the teeth. Have you seen the teeth? Now it's watching. It's watching to see whether somebody is coming. Yeah. So every time you see that some people, then they are talking to you. They are watching. They say, "Is Daddy coming?" Is, 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 is there some pastor who is coming? He said, this will, you know, then they'll tell you, this will, they, don't, they don't like you. They don't like you. That's a, a wolf. The wolf doesn't even want you. And wolves, look, look at look at the It's you you are looking at. If it, did you, do you see the canine? Have you seen the canine's hair teeth? Eh? The sharp one there. When it it crashes into you. It crashes into you. You can't, you can't. I mean, 
you all of a sudden you see that it affects your heartbeat you got you receive a shock yeah you receive a, a shock so the first thing is that the enemy comes and finds a way to grab you so you see he uses his it uses his canines the front teeth to grab you so they will use something to grab you they will use some money to grab you some food to grab you or some gossip to grab you is that right then they will crash you they'll say something they will say something that will give you a shock they say something to give you a shock they'll do something to you to give you a shock so the wolf in the church you see they will do something they said they invite you to their house it's a grab come for food or come for this or let's go for this restaurant let's go to this hotel let's go there. it's a wolf you think that you said christian brother or christian sister but it's a wolf so they use their canines the front one and they've gotten a hold on you so every time you go eat there you are going whatever then before you realize either they they, they are raping you or they are saying something bad to you they are using the canines to crush you and before i realize they are eating you up they are destroying you every time the hoof enter a sheepfold this they break agitation they eat them up and they scatter them so anytime you hear something that makes you feel like you know moving away is that right when you hear listen to me when you are in a good relationship in a church as you came you were excited and all of a sudden you have a feeling that i don't want to be here again i don't want to be is a devil talking to you say wolves has ministered to you yeah look at the teeth it's very dangerous have you seen the way he's licking the ear he said ah when i get your blood <laughs> It's very wild. And then they also take away members from the church. They have a penchant for number four, taking people away from the church either to other churches or back into the world. Yeah. They lure people to another church that God hasn't planted for them to be there. They lure them. They will tell you, oh, show me that picture of the other one that was chasing the sheep out of the on the road when they come around so they'll come around they'll tell you that they're this church google back international something oh we have heard this man of god is one this person listen your father is your father your mother is your mother are you hearing me yeah and god has ordained that in every sheepfold eh in every sheepfold listen to me sheep are not supposed to be led by sheep sheep are to be led by shepherd and sheep cannot protect sheep so no sheep can protect you it is a shepherd that protects you eh? sheep are very docile animals very tender they can't fight even for themselves that's the reason why when the wolves come they can't fight the wolves so one wolf can eat up virtually all of them they can't fight they can't fight but when the shepherd is there the shepherd you know with his shepherdorial anointing is able to deal with the sheep and the wolves that's the reason they don't like the shepherd so wolves don't like the shepherd 
So when you see anybody in the church who doesn't like the pastor, he's a wolf. Yeah, he's a wolf. Because he knows that the pastor will protect you from them. The pastor. So anybody who speaks against pastors or whatever, God in Jeremiah 3.15, he says, I'll give you pastors after my heart who shall fill you with knowledge and understanding. In Psalm 23, he says what? Well, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So when you have a shepherd, you do not want. Yeah. Eh? He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. Not a, a sheep maketh you to lie. So you, you must allow your shepherd to make you lie down by what? Give you uh, instructions. And he leads me beside the still waters, not the turbulent waters. In the calm waters. But at, you see, a sheep leading the other sheep will lead them to turbulent waters without knowing it. But a shepherd knows that when the sheep go to the turbulent waters, their wool will get soaked up and then they will tumble over and then it will affect their oxygen flow and, 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 and they will die. And so he always makes sure that they go to the place where there's still waters. And there, when the sheep, anytime the sheep feels agitated, he restores their soul. That's why he said, he restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. That's why every time you come to church, you hear a preaching. Sometimes you feel so down. There's no money in your pocket. But by the time you leave service, you see that your soul, your soul is restored. Some strength has come into you. Hope has been generated in you. That you know that your week is going to be well. God is on your side. You are not a failure. You may not, things may not have worked well for you, but that's not the end of your life. He restored my soul. Yeah. He restored my soul. So, the sheep, the wolf, they'll come and then they will scatter. But it's important to know your, your shepherd and follow the voice of your shepherd. Look at them. When they are scattered, they will, they will scatter you and say, oh, there's a man of God somewhere. Listen to me. No man of God is any powerful something. It's God who is powerful. The work of a pastor is to teach you the word of God and you must act on the word. Jeremiah 3.15 I will give unto you pastors after my heart who shall feed you. Who shall feed you. So the work of the pastor is to feed you. Is to lead you. Is to guide you. Is to protect you. So the word I'm preaching to you today is a feeding word and it's a protective word to protect you from the wolves. Yeah. Many years ago, somebody wrote a letter to me, a note to me. He said, I preached a certain message. He said, if I had heard of this message earlier and I knew of this message earlier, my life would not have become a rubbish dumping ground. Yes. Rubbish. And where they dump rubbish, it means that that becomes a place for pests, for cockroaches, for rats, for lizards, for snakes. To get in there. So if you want your life to be infested with all kinds of things, listen to all the funny things people say. That's the reason why in this season, you don't listen to radio and people are getting up and they are blasting churches. When they, are, they do all those things, they don't give you anything. They don't give you any hope. Why do you listen to a hopeless message? Somebody who doesn't give you hope and the one who gives you hope, who should you gravitate towards? And so, and the churches are taking people's money. And the churches, they must give to society. They must give. A... 
You are not even following the principles of God. Genesis 8.22. So long as the earth may see time and harvest time. Until you give. Listen. Somebody, they will do the greatest service if every time somebody is giving to you and you don't give out. Go to Israel. There's a sea called the Dead Sea. It receives but it doesn't give out. And because of that, its saline, its saline content is so high that there's no life in it. There's no plant life. There's no life in it. So don't be too happy when people are always giving to you. And you don't have the opportunity to give. You must rather give. And Africa is the way it is. We, are, we have received, we have received, we have received, but we are not giving out. Let me tell you something. When you eat too rich food, do you know that it even affects you? When you don't exercise. Every time you are eating, you know, eat a lot of meat, eat a lot of fish, eat a lot of banku, eat a lot of whatever. You eat the banku and fetish, you eat the salad. You are eating the, uh, 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 what's the name? The tools of you. You are sitting down. No, I am but I come and say, oh, Charlie, it's good living. It's good living. It's good living. Good living, Yerba. You exercise. Eating ice cream. So ice cream. One bowl. Say we ate one bowl of ice cream. One bowl of ice cream. It will affect your heart. Are you here with me? So, but so when you eat, you must what? Work with it. When you eat, you must work. That's why older people don't eat much. Because their rate of metabolism is lower. And they are usually a lot slower in whatever they are doing. But the younger people do a lot more hard work. And so they use the, whatever they eat. So spiritually also, as you are being fed with the word of God, every time you are eating rich food, rich food, rich food, it leads to spiritual obesity. And because you are not utilizing the word of God, it affects your spiritual heart condition, it affects your com commitment, it affects your dedication, it affects your zeal. You become spiritually slow, dull, bombified. Are, are you getting me? So as you are hearing the word of God, and you are eating the word of God, you must become an active Christian. You must decide to, that you are going to be having soul. Listen to me. You are not too young to say, to shepherd somebody. I remember secondary school, form three, form four. I used to follow up on people walk from Kolebu Road all the way through Circle to Kokomlemle to Kotobadi to Pig Farm and to beyond to go and follow up on souls. Learn to be a nobody had made me a call me, give me a title. You don't need a, a title to do the work of God because people have got titles but they don't do what the title says. So the thing is not about the title, it is about the function. <laughs> yeah, it's about the function. If you want God to love you and God to bless you, join God in his business of shepherding his people. Be involved in the work of God. I'm telling you, I'm giving you secrets. Well, if anybody will get out and say, some prophet will prophesy some first of you and lay hands and pour, he can pour a barrel of oil on you. you your life is going nowhere. Because if you don't work for commercial bank, commercial bank doesn't pay you. So coming to sit in church does, it's not a guarantee for blessings. Is that right? It's not a guarantee for blessings. God loves all his children unconditionally but the blessings are conditional. 
He said, why do I know that? Go and read Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 and 2. If thou shalt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do his commandments, to observe and to do his commandments, all these blessings shall come upon you, overtake you. Jesus also said, he said, you shall be blessed in the city, you shall be blessed in the field. The blessings come by what? Diligently hearkening unto the voice of the Lord your God. Jesus said, if you love me, do my commandments. And I, the, the Father will come and help, make our boat in you and we shall manifest ourselves in you. So if you want the manifestation of the power of God in your life, be somebody who is involved in the work of God, be involved in getting involved in God's business. Be a shepherd. Call somebody Saturday night. He said, tomorrow is church service. Have you ironed your dress? Have you taken your bath? Your earrings? Have you taken all the things you need? Have you placed them down? You are helping to shepherd the people. When you wake up to you, call them. He said, bro, sister, are you up? We don't have to be late. Are you here with me? And you pray for the service. You pray that the God will anoint the man of God. Anoint all the people that are going to play a group, a role in the service. When you do that, you will not become a critic, but you become somebody who is a partner and a participant to ensure the growth of the service. And God will bless you. Yeah. Because anytime you are not involved in something, you don't know how the food got cooked. If you are involved in cooking some food, you know how difficult it is. If you're involved in getting something done, then you realize that you don't become a critic. Even if the thing doesn't work well, so we did our best. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you following me? So, be a God lover. Become involved in the work of God. And when you're a God lover, God will love you. Listen to me. You see, God doesn't just get close to anybody. Eh? James, is it James 4 too? Draw nigh to God and you draw nigh unto thee. Eh? Somebody come. Lady Cook, come. Come and stand here. You see? Most people, no, you stand there. Watch. Eh? Now, God said what? Draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh. So take two steps. One, two. Then God also takes two steps. Draw nigh. Take three. One, two, three. Then, because you are drawing nigh, God is also drawing nigh. One, two, three. Now, take another three steps. One, two, three. Now, God also is speaking. One, two, then together. Amen. So, don't expect to hear the voice of God. Don't expect to receive the lead. That is why you must separate yourself on the things of God. You must what we have, have what we call Gethsemane. Where you, you separate yourself, even sometimes to go and pray somewhere. So, to hear the voice of God. You must separate yourself from the room or from wherever. Be, be at a corner somewhere eh, where you can pray. That's why you have what we call quiet time. Quiet time means to be alone with God. You have separated yourself, drawing nigh unto God. And when you draw nigh unto God, He will also draw nigh unto you. And you will get the secrets of God. Thank you. So you are becoming a sheep that is getting close to the shepherd. So, and in doing that, the wolves cannot get close to you. Because when you get close to the Lord, the wolves of life, the demons can get hold on you. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 
Did you show the picture of the, the wolf that was chasing the other animal? Yeah. Look at the wolf. And chasing some sheep. Yeah. Chasing them. So they, there's some sheep that, there's a wolf that is after your life. Yeah. Wants to destroy you. And you will see that one of them, one of the sheep, that moved off from the flock was the one who was attacked. When you move away from the flock, you'll be attacked. Have you seen? Is that moved off? And as one of them moved off, there's even a car going, but the car didn't even stop to help them. He has, he has held the thing. Now watch it. I told you that they will move you away into another church. They will move you away into another place. They will get there to destroy you. Look at it. He's coming. He's coming to. He's not dead fully. He's pulling. Yeah, that's a wolf pulling you away. Pulling you away. Either into, into the world to eat you up. Pull you away into something bad. Wolves, number five. So, there's something about the wolves. I said they take the, the sheep from the sheepfold. And wolves don't fully participate in their own local church. But advertise other ministries. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves don't participate in their own local. They every time. Oh, have you heard of some pastor somewhere? Have you heard? What, whatever is going on in their own church, they don't even talk about it. But that's where they are eating from. How do you eat in a restaurant that you don't advertise a restaurant? Then what's the point in going to eat there? Every time we are talking about Kempiski, meanwhile, you go to Antimaza. Antimansa International Choba. Would And When you go and eat plantain, eh? roasted plantain, eh? by the time you finish Kempiski, roasted plantain, even the Coca-Cola alone. One Coca-Cola. One Coca-Cola. You can buy a number of bottles outside. But you are advertising somewhere. You are not a faithful anti-mansa international choba customer. And you see, there's something called loyalty. You've got to learn to be loyal. Amen. Loyalty is an attitude. You must have a certain commitment. You see, I like the whites. Eh? There was a time I was living behind um, Crystal Palace Sports Stadium. And sometimes you hear that they are scored Crystal Palace. But after the match, you hear their supporters will be singing in the cold. They have removed their shirt. Oh, yo, oh, yo. Even when they are scoring them, they are, they are cheering their team on. And after the match, they still are, they are still there. They, are, they don't insult their players like we do in Ghana. We Ghana every time win. But the thing is a match. And why is a match? It's either a win, lose, or draw. Yeah. You see, you have to learn how to stay with people and say, this is my brother. This is my friend. This is my church. This is my country. Look, we don't have any country. Those of you people who have said they have gone to live in America, the day Trump gets angry, he said, all oh, people, 
are foreign Americans. He said, go to where you came from. Sometimes you, see, you, you hold American and you say, where are you originally from? Where are you originally from? They always say that. Where are you originally from? That means that you didn't originate here. You are not from Wuhan. So we've got to build our own well. That is why we've got to build our own church well. Yeah. Build your church well. And you'll be blessed in your own church. Can I have an amen? Yeah. And then one of the things also is that the wolves target the flock and not the, the word of God. So when wolves get into a church, they are not interested in the teachings in the house. They, they are not interested in the pastor's ministry. They are interested in the lives of... Do you know that some guys go to church just go and chase girls? And they are very smart at that. They will come to you and then they will bring you Christian literature. Sometimes they can even take the pastor's own message and send the whatever, but they, don't, they themselves, they don't listen to it. And they are not living by it. But they use that as a bait. In fact, they use that as a link to be able to connect with you. And then after that, then after they've shared the, some, some Christian literature or the pastor, they say, they say, but I think there's this other revelation. There's this other kind of thing. I want to introduce you to a higher dimension. Your pastor there preaches the basics. But I think I've seen somebody somewhere. And by that time, they, are, they have been taking you for lunches. And they've been, they've been sending you credits. And you know that a gift has a way of softening a, pe a person's heart. When you are not spiritual enough. And so before you realize, you, you have become means meets. And the enemy is destroying your life. And when they do that, they never want the pastor to know. He said, don't tell anybody. This book I've given you is a very special book. Don't tell anybody. We shall attend the program, but don't tell anybody. Why don't tell anybody? I love you, but don't tell anybody. The moment anybody says, I love you, don't tell anybody. Take them, take them, go, 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 go. This brother says he loves me. What do you think? Yes. Yes. For all you know, he has proposed to 10 ladies. Yeah. Yeah. There was somebody's marriage uh, many years ago that I blessed. The guy had done, you know, was a mister, married somebody, a full missus, and <laughs> on the blind side, had gone to try and marry somebody again fully. Do proper customary rights and do another type of wedding. That's bigamy. Yes, but this other lady didn't know. That is why you have to, listen, when anybody comes to you and is doing anything, want to be friendly and go, present the best before God. In the presence of God, truth is revealed. And then ask God, who is this person? Bible says, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. So you've got to know people spiritually. Amen. Know them spiritually. Sometimes they have been sent to destroy your life. Sometimes they are wolves. I was in a meeting when a pastor, he, he confessed. He said he had his wedding. The wedding night, then the lady said, Pastor, did you pray? Nobody calls a husband, Pastor. Wedding night. 
in fact, when you already started, it's, oh, you see, the moment you start, the, the thing will change. They'll give you some name. You have some name. So when they say, Pastor, did you pray? They say, oh, I just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, Pastor, I said, did you pray? Not that someone was saying, I was saying, he himself was saying that. Then he said that, I was, I was saying, I'm a witch, I was sent. I believe that the prayer probably prayed at the, at the wedding. You know, just broke something around her and then she now had to confess. Yeah, did you pray? That is why you must pray first before you go and meet the devil. Don't get up, you wake up in the morning, you are going to look for your curry to eat. Mercy. Amen. Is somebody here with me? They are not interested. They are in to profit from the church by having sex with the weak ones, taking from unsuspecting people, spreading false doctrines, or leading a rebellion to split the church. Wolves target the flock, not the word of God. And oftentimes when the wolves are there, eh, the next thing is wolves separate the flock from the Shepherd, that's the sixth one. They shepherd, they separate the flock from the pastor by maligning the pastor to the flock. They say bad things. And oftentimes, watch this. They relate very well with the shepherd privately, but not publicly. <laughs> it means that they are saying they don't like him. So a wolf will relate very well. When you see anybody who talks to you nicely, we even bring you gifts. But in public, when other friends and other people are there, does not flow and come to you and talk to you and all those things. It means the person has been talking about you be behind you. And because other people are there, he doesn't want to. Are you here with me? Yeah. Yeah. One day, I, w- I went somewhere and met some church somebody and as they are standing at a distance to greet I said your pastor that you have met at the program you should be happy pastor John are here with me you should be happy and get close oh hello social distance what is social distance meanwhile we have been close in church you have been we we walk around and all the no social distance and you are standing with somebody close by you like this and this and no social distance now you see your pastor like between where the first row was and here and this one i said no no it's not a good thing at all it's not a good feeling are you here with me yeah i might teach you something here so wolves always they will come to separate you from your flock they will chase you out. They will point you to another sheepfold. And wolves don't have the interest of the flock at heart. Yeah? They ignore the shepherd in public, as I tell you, and they don't follow his instructions. You see the wolves in the church. They may not write notes, no smile. They have a neutral face. Yeah? Every human being has got expressions. Is that right? 
Every human being has got a spirit. God put a spirit. That is why the human being is made of spirit, soul, and body. Your soul consists of your will, your emotions, and your intellect. So every human being has got emotions. So if you sit there and you are so emotionless, there's a problem with you. If you can be emotional towards man, you and Chelsea playing, and you can be emotional when you see your bowl of fufu. You can be emotional when you see some ladies. You can be emotional when you see certain things. And then when you are in church, it's like you are sitting there. Yeah? Like some a, a mummified diplomat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mummified diplomat. When people are smiling, when people are clapping their hands, so what's going on? You don't have a good heart. So when somebody asks me, say, why are you not smiling? He said, ask the person, are you okay? Is everything okay? After I said, I didn't see you smiling. What is up? What's your problem? Because you see, they do that to also intimidate others. I knew a church. Where this person was there, this lady. She had been able to, she had a lot of resources and give to people. Listen, be careful when people are giving you things. Sometimes it's to win your heart and to lead you the wrong way. I'll be teaching about the Nimrod kind of wolf. Yeah, I'll teach about Nimrod. Yeah. Nimrods are very talented people. They're oratorial. They are very organizational. They've got great abilities, but they don't use their abilities for the work of God. You see, Nimrod, eh? eh? Nimrod was the one who built four cities, including Babylon. Babylon. He built a tower of Babylon and said that let us make for ourselves what? Let us build a tower and let us make a name for ourselves. So the reason for the building of the tower of Babel was not that to even to construct something, but to make a name for themselves. He had an agenda. He had an agenda. And God's agenda was rather to, after the flood, to populate the world, he had an agenda to build something for himself. And that's why uh, after that God scattered everybody. So he was operating against the agenda of God. So what he was doing looked like it was good but the motive behind it was wrong. So that people can do something in church that looks good. They say, oh, my, my, I had a good heart. Yes, you had a, maybe you had a, probably the idea was good but your motive was bad. That was a wolf that is at work. It's a Nimrod. We'll learn about that. Amen. And the Nimrod spirit is a spirit of witchcraft. And witchcraft, yeah, the Nimrod, the, it, 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 it's a spirit of, the name Nimrod means rebel or rebellion. And also rebellion is a sin of what? Witchcraft. And what does witchcraft do? Definition of witchcraft is what? To, to manipulate or intimidate in order to dominate. So the essence of every witchcraft is domination. Yeah. Anything that they are trying to do to dominate you. They will do things. If you don't do this, we won't give offering. We won't give tithe. We won't do, I won't do this. I wonder when we come to church, we'll squeeze our face. If you won't let us sing, we'll squeeze our face. You won't sing. Squeeze your face. You won't play the instrument. Won't do that if you don't do that. Won't do that. Won't do that. 
that is your crown, sir. That's a witchcraft. Even children, children start practicing witchcraft. When they are young, they, when they start crying, hee, 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 so there are some children, they have manipulated their parents until they grow. When the child misbehaves, get a cane, lash the child. And bring the child in order. Listen, if you don't control your child today, in your old age, your child will control you. I know somebody, they pampered the boy yeah. later when he grew up, he was holding the neck of the mother. You say you like your child too much that you don't want to correct your child. When Bible has said that folly is in the heart of a child and the rod of correction will drive you far away, you are wiser than God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time. <laughs> so, God wants us to be real Christ-like sheep. Amen? Amen? And not to be wolves. And we are going to learn a bit more characteristics about the wolf. And then we will then get into the Nimrod. The different types of wolves. The different types of wolves. We've got the Nimrod wolf. We've got the, uh, 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 the Joab kind of wolf. Eh? We have all kinds of wolves. We are going to learn from them. And by the time we are done with this, by the grace of God, we would have learned quite a lot of things. We have got the Korah type of wolf. Korah Abraham type of wolf. Oh, it's going to be very fantastic. Amen. May we stand to our feet. Close. You want to talk to God right now and say, Lord, touch my heart. Lord, I thirst for thee. And I long to be in your presence.
Christ. In the name of Jesus. Let the Lord, Lord have your way in my life. I need you, Lord. Lord, you, Lord. Have your way in my life. In the name of Jesus. Just 30 seconds, talk to him. Thank you
thank you for the school students. Thank you for all the workers. Thank you for every family represented here. Father, we are so grateful. And we even thank you for the many, many, many more glorious things you are about to do in our lives. We thank you. All we say is thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Somebody said, Pastor, why do you want to ask to be singing and go like that? It is wickedness not to thank. Yeah. Every unthankful person is an ingrid, a very ungrateful person. And when you are ungrateful, you lose miracles and blessings. You have to learn to be grateful. And I believe that the Lord, see, the many good things you have received, it's not because we are very nice people, but God has just been merciful and gracious unto us. You know yourselves. And so we are, we are so thankful to him. Amen. I'm so thankful to God for his goodness. Seeing all of you, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. You are here and say, Lord, I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to make sure that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Today is an opportunity to do that. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you are here like that, you are not sure of your salvation, you want Jesus to come and stay in your heart to be your Lord and your King, your Master, raise your right hand wherever you are. I'd like to pray with you. Or you might have done it before, but you know you, you are not living a Christian life the way you ought to. You're backsliding. You want to rededicate your life to the Lord. Raise your right hand wherever you are. I, will pray. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you, my dear friend. As you lift up your hand, I want us to pray. All of us pray this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for hearing your word. Thank you for I hearing. come to you just as I am. I come to you just forgive as me I am. my sins. Forgive me my and cleanse me and cleanse from, me all from all unrighteousness. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Come and stay Be in my king and my lord. My king and, my and direct. Lord. And direct all the affairs of my all life. The affairs of my life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for these precious ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. In Jesus' precious name, amen.